we needed systems. And at first, when we first started, we didn't have that. We actually just tried to, okay, let's just do it. And that just led to, to burnout. And I feel like that's the same way a lot of people approach this on when hiring a team is, let's just do it. And they go put a one-page application and then they don't really vet, they don't take the time to vet the talent that is coming in. And then just like you said, now you're wasting time, you're wasting resources. Because uh, if you see Apple uh, as a phone, it's a great, incredible product. Samsung is too incredible product. There are other companies as well, but how Apple is doing its marketing is a whole different game. Uh, that's why we love Apple. We want to have Apple, right? Or if you go to uh, Tesla, Tesla became like such a great product in itself because of its marketing and the personal brand that founder is having. Mm. So yeah. again, the marketing is changing its way towards like more of a personal branding and then company branding. It could be perspective <laughs> or it could just be the universe speaking to me. So um, all I know is that next I'm going to start listening to a song that says, you got a successful business, you are, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Okay. Manifesting, so, manifesting. Good. Okay. <laughs> Clip that out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're ready to get started with the show today. We have a special guest oh, all yeah. the way from the other part of the world. We appreciate him for staying awake <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> to make this show happen. So I think we're ready. Fonzie, are you ready? I don't see you ready. I'm ready. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay. Here we go. We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit before. podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistent and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal is podcast and simple. Educate, entertain, and turn your content into profit. Let's, Let's go. Go. I did a little switcheroo in there. I don't, I don't know if you noticed. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, guys, if you are enjoying this show, go ahead and follow in your favorite podcasting platform. We are up from the month before. Thank you so much for everybody supporting the show. I'm extremely proud of that. I'm extremely proud. Of All right. I mean, yeah, we, we got a, a good <laughs> band of followers and I appreciate you guys. Uh, it's today's guest. Help you move one step closer towards your goal. Please don't forget to share this episode and don't forget to leave a five star review. So today we are back with another amazing entrepreneur that's on the other side of the world. That's right. He's in Israel right now. How epic is that? He's a founder of Insadia.com and the host of SaaS Unlocked. He's also known from bringing ideas to reality through his tenacity and action taking. Just the type of person we love talking to. Honestly, can't wait to, you know, hopefully by osmosis, by mm. having him here in the podcast, <laughs> you know, we can get a little bit more of that. Oh, yeah. Please welcome the one and only Pratik Thacker. Oh my God, this is the best welcome ever in any podcast I've ever been to. So thanks for having me, guys. I'm loving it. Thanks for the kind words, Pratik. How you doing, man? Oh my God, I love your energy. I love the way you are creating content and you are like kind of dynamic duo, which are like kind of killing it on podcast. So wow, amazing to be here, man. Thank you. Thank you. Pratik, I, I want to start with the wall that's behind you. We kind of chatted a little bit about <laughs> this right before jumping on the podcast, but we were like, stop, stop, no more. Let's share, uh, share a little bit about this on the podcast. For those that are only listening, behind him, there's a wall with a lot of writing. You cannot really read what's behind it, but he read it for us and we were like, okay, we're going to have to talk about <laughs> this. So what does it say and why do you have that behind you? So firstly, uh, the office is under renovation, so you might see the half part and still it's like going on. So I was just wanted to be authentic, so I didn't have any virtual background, but I'll read to you what does it mean. Never stop learning. Uh, good vibes only. You are skillful, the wild and free. Never stop learning. Good vibes. Smile often, love, create your sunshine, be kind, dream big, smile often. And that's repetitive of all the sentences. The why, you know, when you're on an entrepreneurial journey, it's a roller coaster and you have your ups and your downs. You need to make sure that you're enjoying the journey and these affirmations like kind of are so powerful that helps you kind of keep going. So you need to find your own motivation that actually like helps you in the journey. So 
Uh, for me, this works very well. Oh, and I have yeah. one more thing next to my desk. It's like something that <laughs> you like, you know, dream of. And uh, that is something like, you know, law of attraction. Absolutely. I, love it. I, um, I just made a note here. It's like, uh, I'm looking at a white wall that we struggle for like uh, months to try to figure out, well, I've struggled for like months to try to figure out like what to put in there. And uh, that's going to become our new affirmation wall. And I, and I love that, right? Because, you know, you have uh personally you know you i have it on my on my phone and it's like a note that i open and i go through it right but i think like it has to be top of mind it has to be like in front of you uh i felt that at least in my specific case and i love this right i'm obsessed with backgrounds every time i jump on a call i'm like oh let me see your background right and when i saw that that was like super interesting and super unique and i think that's super cool so fancy that wall could be the affirmation wall <laughs> and uh and we can we can make that happen and follow a particular example i love it man thank you so much yeah, absolutely. Of course, man. Pratika, I, <laughs> well, I wanna... I'm loving your your painting too with content is profit. So yeah, one. the only difference we didn't do that. We yeah. so, some, somebody way cooler than us painted that and sent it to us. We're so thankful. Uh, Pratika, I want to start by you know delivering just uh, what we call a golden boulder from the very beginning to the people, so mm -hmm. they're they're hooked and they want to learn a little bit more, right? You're the the yeah. founder of Insadia, right? It's, it says outsourcing reimagine. You help connect, I'm guessing, entrepreneurs with you know their next high quality freelancers, or correct me if I'm wrong, right? Like a incredible talent so they can help them build amazing businesses. And I'm so curious on what is it in your own view, what makes an incredible team member? What is something that every business should be looking on that person that they're gonna hire next? So firstly, I'll go to the backstory of Insidia and why actually we created this. It's it's I'm out of my personal pain point. So firstly, the name Insidia itself has a combination of inside and idea, right? Yep. So while I was growing up, uh, I started my first business when I was 12 or 13 something. And you always have this ideas in your brain and that something sometimes you don't have like courage to pursue and take action. Right. So there are a lot of ideas that we kill it within ourselves. So again, the, this specific name came because I wanted to bring my ideas to reality first and of course help the world to bring their ideas into reality. Now, how do I do it? I was still figuring out. It took me six, seven years to figure out what actually I want to do with this brand that I took. Uh, and by the way, this brand and domain name was purchased eight years ago for $750 in auction. Uh, in GoReady auction. It was a premium domain. So wow. I really uh, worked hard to get it and negotiated. It was costing 5000 and I, he actually negotiated. I'm like, you know, Indian, kind of good at negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he finally gave it to me for 750 So I'll go a bit backstory to a uh, place where I was born and brought up, uh, which is India. And in India, like back 10 years, there were not a lot of... Uh, 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 local jobs available. There were, but not into tech sector. It was still like, you know, a struggling market. People were like, you know, MBAs, but still like, you know, making very low income. And I was dating a Jewish girl from uh, India. She is also have roots in Israel. So she was working in Alal Airlines and we decided to move to Israel because she inspired me to seek opportunity in Israel because of the tech, innovation, entrepreneurial culture that Israel possesses. So we came here, but the price that I paid to actually uh, leave uh, everything behind and come to Israel was huge. Mm. So the biggest pain point in the last nine years I've been here is paying a price away from my family, friends, or the place I was born was huge. I didn't want anyone else to leave the place they were, where they belong. They can work for any company locally now. Okay. So yeah. they can work for any U.S. company. Mm -hmm. That's where, like, I thought now I can help uh, people bring their ideas into reality and have that freedom to work for a global company. So we started this brand. Uh, we've been working. Uh, it's been four months. This brand is, like, actually launched. Previously, we were mostly working like as an agency. Uh, we are 41 people to date. Uh, just hired uh, one country manager for Israel yesterday. Wow. So the team is growing in last just four months. Uh, we are like, you know, I think 1000% up in terms of hiring. 
uh, and also in terms of revenue, we are profitable from day one because of the seven years of work that we did in terms of building the network in Israel and US. So yeah, it's it's an incredible journey and we are helping companies bring their ideas into reality through hiring a talent which is not available locally. And also, again, a lot of entrepreneurs in the beginning of the journey don't have enough money or budget to hire a local employee, which will cost a lot. We actually help them hire, which reduces their 70% of the cost. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I personally love the fact that you saw this big issue, right? Not only your personal life, but also on other people's lives. And we're like, okay, how do we bridge the gap to where like, you don't need to move. You can live in the place that you want to be, right? And still work in, in, a, in a competitive industry, in a company that maybe they dream of that. Maybe in the past, it was just very hard or very difficult or even impossible, right? For them to be a part of something like that. So just uh, on that side, I have a ton of questions <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I talk about comments as, a, as an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, what's your... What's your background, right? Like, you, do you do you started other companies before this? Uh, where you working somewhere, and then you saw this gap in the market, and you're like, let me let me go. And obviously, the the domain commitment we call the domain commitment, right? We also pro we probably have a list of like a hundred domains. <laughs> no, we did not pay seven hundred fifty dollars, but the belief, right? You're like, this is gonna be a thing, right? And then you created this amazing thing. Um, where did that uh, come? From? So, firstly, a domain costs seven fifteen on one fifteen. <laughs> uh, okay, so coming back to how I started my journey in Israel. So I was more into uh, tech side of marketing, which is marketing automation. Okay. Uh, worked with several different startups in Israel. Uh, then also did side hustling, like, you know, coming from yeah. nine to five job mm -hmm. and then doing consulting for marketing. And uh, I think seven years ago, I started my first company named Websoli, which was more into a uh, marketing agency. And so we had like few clients and one of the clients that said like, you know, they want to hire a sales development person, uh, but outsource to India because in Israel, it was costing like five grand a month minimum uh, that time uh, for hiring a local representative. Whereas in India, I can give it to them for thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. So it was like one fourth of the price or even less. So that's how we got first customer. Uh, and then word of mouth, you know, so we helped one person, he was part of the network and entrepreneurial uh, ecosystem here in Israel. And we started growing in this net in outsourcing space. I, I was not planning to have outsourcing as a business initially. I was still figuring out what to do yeah. because I hated the word agency. I don't know why, but agency was not something that I was uh, interested in building. I wanted to build something which is more meaningful and solves bigger problem than just like, you know, consulting. Yeah. But, uh, you know, automatically when you are up to something uh, uh, and your law of attraction is towards creating something big, automatically you see the path while you're walking. Uh, so that's what happened with us. Uh, but thank God, like, you know, we had this journey which enabled us to create a brand which has customer from day one, not all of the startups have this privilege. They struggle to make revenue for at least two, three years even, or sometimes they go bankrupt uh, with just funding they have. So we have been privileged on that front. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little curious. I, lo I love this story 100%. I'm still curious on uh, the beginning of the first question was, what is what you think is kind of like the main thing that people should look when they're hiring talent, right? And I want to build up on that question because, you know, obviously people might be listening to this and they might be asking themselves, well, but there's other platforms like, let's say Upwork, Fiverr, et cetera, where you can go and hire, like outsource some talent, right? And I really, I know that for a fact that you guys prevent the people that come into your platform. So you must have a lot of experience on distinguishing what are the, you know, the good things that people are looking for in talent and what makes somebody an A player, right? Somebody that's going to be a producer of change, of good inside of your business, rather than just an extra body in there that, yes, even though they can help, they might not push your company to, to new limits. You know, before starting Insidia, I co-founded a startup called Teslify. It's still up and running and it's still like, you know, growing significantly uh, in talent assessment space. Okay. 
when I was in this market, when I started outsourcing and I personally faced this challenge, okay, to find mm. a talent which is actually delivering international quality. Mm. Yeah. It was tough, okay? So we have this filtering process uh, to make sure that they meet international standards, the, the level of English they speak, the communication they have, what kind of tools and technology they are capable of using, right? Uh, whether they are proactive or versus reactive, you know, people don't like to have reactive person. People like to have proactive person. Yep. Yeah. And this type of basic soft skills on top of what skills they are actually capable or hiring hired for. This talent assessment is like seven step process that we follow, including cybersecurity, um, because uh, most of the companies that are concerned of hiring abroad, they're concerned of their data privacy and security, which is something mm. that is number one on, on our list when it comes to like outsourcing so all of this uh journey that i had for last seven years helped me master those specific areas and fix it right uh one of the key factors that why uh they should hire from us versus upwork or fiverr Up, i'm not in a competition with upwork <laughs> or fiverr they have no, their own market they 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 are doing amazingly well they are legends in this uh freelancing space but we come where people are more serious and looking for dedicated resource, right? When I say dedicated, uh, they can rely on that person for, for as if they are like working full time in an office together. He's available to you or just he's like other side of the world, but he's available to you like, you know, for working hours. Uh, the, the simple math here is think about people on Upwork who are freelancers. They are working with 10 different projects. They don't have quality or attention to one client. They, yeah. Their attention is divided, right? So quality is compromised. So what if, what other freelancers do on Upwork is they get the job and they have one more person to do the job for them. So they are hiring a person, but there's somebody in the back end doing the job for them. Mm. The quality is not mm -hmm. 100%, right? So the reliability is not there. When I say top 5% or 1% talent, this talent is somebody who wants job security, who wants a career path in one company. They want to grow in a company. They want to have, uh, let's say they start with an executive, then they become manager, senior manager, director. They want to have a career path. Now, if we give an opportunity to work for them in an international company, for example, Slack or even Riverside FM where we are recording, uh, this opportunity will be like, you know, give them job security. Yeah. Uh, again, dedication for employees and employer both side. And in this way, they are able to work long term uh, and be more productive. This is something different than other marketplace that you will see. At the end of the day, uh, the top talent doesn't want to have a risk of losing a project and then start looking for another project. It's like having a business on its own, right? They want to have like, you know, proper nine to five and they want to have like uh, a workplace where they can feel that they are growing and learning. But versus freelancer, it's more of whole other game. Uh, that's yeah. the biggest problem you're solving. Yeah, I love that. I think that's, and you mentioned a lot of elements in there. And my mind went to, Actually, about three episodes ago, we talked to Jamal Marshall yeah. and he was talking, he helps people. He consults companies with kind of like middle management and helping them with pretty with the mental health as well of the people that are working in a company. And he said something that really stuck out. It was like, people don't realize that when they hire somebody, they're also like hiring their story, like their baggage. It's kind of like a relationship. When you enter into a relationship, they're bringing all that baggage with you. And what you were talking about here makes a lot of sense too. Like a lot of these freelancers, they have a lot of baggage, right? They have their bandwidth is limited because they're working in other projects. And sometimes maybe the clarity is not right there when you start that communication with them. So the fact that you guys go super deep when bringing people into your platform I think it's amazing because you're saving so much time and effort to the employer when yeah. looking for for great talent. I, uh, Pratik, I think you me you mentioned something here that really uh, resonated big time. You know, when you go into these other marketplaces, right, and uh, you might try to find this talent, 
maybe because you think that that's the most affordable. And, you know, we deal with a lot of entrepreneurs that are in their starting stages, especially in the publishing side, right? People that are starting mm -hmm. to build their teams, maybe they're doing it themselves. And like, maybe because of the marketing of these other platforms, that's the first place that they go, but it might not mm -hmm. be ideal. And they ended up losing a lot of time, a lot of money, trying to teach these frameworks, trying to uh, enroll this person, right? And then this person, what you mentioned was, they're also involved in so many other projects, right? So the attention is not gonna be there. The quality of the work gets compromised. And uh, this is something that, you know, we when we first started hiring our team, we had no idea that that was the thing that we we're gonna face, right? So th mm -hmm. the fact that you guys are tackling that from the very beginning, mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, we've been with uh, our team for more than two years now, and uh, it's, it's been exciting because that's the one thing that they do, right? And now we can grow together. They, they, you know, there's possibilities. We can start seeing new things. So um, when when an entrepreneur, right, and specifically like in our market, right, in, in content creators, hosts, like different things, they're looking for editors, they're looking for designers, they're looking for this, right? And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of pitches on agencies too, and people outside. How do, how do, how can they recognize, like, uh, apart from going to your platform, right? That's I think that's a shortcut that we need to mention here. And uh, the links are right below if you're interested. But what are some things that they can recognize right from the very start or things that they can ask to, to filter their talent, right? And, and find the right person. Firstly, uh, I would like to emphasize again, uh, Fiverr, Upwork, or any other freelancing platform, they're amazing, but they have certain limitation, right? So you will need to differentiate what kind of project that you want to achieve uh, using outsourcing platforms. So, for example, you're designing a website and it's a one-time project. Upwork or Fiverr or any other platform is the best place to go uh, because they will give you something which is uh, cheaper, one-time project, and you're done, right? Uh, so it's a gig, uh, one-timer. If, if you want to write a one piece of blog, uh, specific topic, Perfect. If you want to design a logo, perfect. Mm. But if you want to have a consistent growth in your business, if you want somebody to take care of your SEO ongoingly, right? If you want to take care of your performance marketing, if you want to take care of your specific development project ongoingly, who understands the whole business, sees the bigger picture than just focusing on one specific project, that's the difference between like, you know, freelancing platform and remote hiring platform, which is Insidia. Yeah. And this is the biggest differentiator I would give. But there's one big thing that, you know, I identified myself. I, I, I used to still like, you know, sometimes uh, my clients who are working with me, they still use Upwork and I, I encourage them to still use it, right? Because some of the talent that you can find on Upwork, it's much easier and quicker to find, but for one-time project. But there's a big disadvantage comes with it is like, you know, uh, accountability and, and uh, assurance, right? People don't care about money so much, but they care about the time they spend or waste on specific thing that they expected, but they didn't get delivered to. Mm. So uh, although Upwork might give you refund after 20, 30 days uh, of uh, the work you weren't happy with, but you lose that important time. Yeah. Uh, so this is something, a biggest challenge that we, we asked, like we did a survey for like 200 people. And this was like one of the reasons they didn't feel like, you know, hundred percent confident that whatever, whatever something they were expecting, their ideas were not coming into reality. So we have a dedicated success manager that makes sure that the KPIs of customer are met with the KPIs of the talent who is delivering it. So mm. in that way, we are solving that specific problem that market is facing. Mm. Wow, that's that's incredible. And uh, clear at this point for those listening, I mean, that it's clear the difference. And I love that you're, you have a, an abundance mindset and I love it because, you know, like it, it, I feel like it could be easier for people to say Upwork and Fiverr are like your competition. I feel like that's kind of like what I said at the beginning, right? And you're like, no, they're, they're great and they serve a purpose, right? It's more kind of like proprietary freelancer basis, right? And you're like, you want somebody that wants the career path, that wants to stick with you and grow inside of your company. And I think that's, that's absolutely remarkable, right? To be able to find these people. Uh, and I'm curious now, like, how do you start? Because here on your website, it says about 50,000 pre-vetted uh, people or uh, network, right? And I'm like, that's a whole lot of people. Like, 
how are you doing that? How are you building your network, right? And I want. So, oh yeah, go ahead. I would. I would like to jump. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Go sometime. ahead. So this this part of community building is something that I learned from LinkedIn. So five years back, uh, I was seeing that like you know LinkedIn is something that is going to become a bigger platform than it was at uh, that time, and I jumped in, started creating content, have a database. Uh, created from LinkedIn uh, sessions that I was doing. We have uh, 25,000 people signed up to the newsletter that they receive from us. Then we have a community of people who are looking for remote jobs. So we have an ATS platform. ATS platform is applicant tracking system, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, like, you know, when we uh, open a position, there are resumes coming from that specific position, right? Then we have a vetting process. So there is automatically link going to the candidate. They have a test that they need to take. They record a 30 second video. They do a certain soft skill test, hard skill test, and then it comes to us. So all of this pre-vetting is done. And now let's say you come to me and you say, Pratik, I need a video editor. Okay. Boom. I'll go to list of people who are already pre-vetted, ready for you to start working. And I'll say, hey, uh, I'll call like my HR will call 10 people out of 10, three will be interested in working tomorrow. You can interview them and get started. Mm. Right. So that's how the network is built pre-vettedly. Sometimes nice. some of the important skills are like, you know, takes time, maybe time when I say it's uh, five days to seven days. But some of the easiest uh, skill sets like digital marketing, development or graphic design uh, can be found immediately. Data engineering, uh, data analytics or some of the special skills which are required might take some time for identifying the right talent. Yeah, that's awesome. I love all I hear is systems you got your systems in place yeah. your operations you know uh nailed down and for us personally right relating it back to content and what we do it's it's about that like if you want to be efficient right for us it's about how do we maximize the effort create good quality content at volume as well we needed systems and at first when we first started we didn't have that we actually just try to Okay, let's just do it. And that just led to to burnout. And I feel like that's the same way a lot of people approach this on when hiring a team is let's just do it. And they go put a one page application and then they don't really vet. They don't take the time to vet the talent that is coming in. And then just like you said, now you're wasting time, you're wasting resources because these people's gonna, this person's gonna come into your business. You're gonna have to train them. You're gonna have to dedicate a lot of time, right, to show them the way. And then if it's not the right sort of person, right, maybe it's somebody that is not proactive. Maybe somebody that likes communication, but you didn't have those steps set up in your process to hire this person. And then you just wasted all those resources and you have to start all over again. So there's one more benefit to the. Uh, to the companies working with us, like, you know, when we pitch in, uh, when we go for sales meetings, uh, the trust is there because of the reputation that we have online. Uh, we are able to consistently, like, create a presence and that is able to build trust. But there is one important thing that we say to our customers, come work with us. Like, if you feel that after one month of work, uh, we were not able to meet your expectation, we part ways and we won't charge you for anything. Uh, because it's risk-free. Uh, that's the kind of uh, confidence that we have in our wedding process mm. that will enable them to build confidence from day one. Uh, so uh, usually, like, you know, employers are, like, you know, taking a risk when hiring a talent, right? Uh, whether it may be local or outsourced, they're putting their money down. Whether they perform or not after one month, they have to they still pay the salary and then waste their time. Even in US or Europe, uh, HR laws are so strict. If you want to fire an employee, it is a tedious process in, in, in itself. So we take all of the stress away from you and have somebody start working with you risk-free, yeah. uh, which is not something available in any other platforms that you go. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great guarantee right there. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm writing here like different lessons of, of what you've said, right? Uh, on, on our side, how can we digest this and, and then uh, go out and execute, right? And one of the things that maybe flew under the radar was you guys have built an incredible reputation online, right? And mm -hmm. in today's world, um, if you have an online business or a physical business, right, it doesn't matter, at the, at the, or a brick and mortar, right? 
you have to have this presence. Uh, it's it's almost a, a must today, right? Like I remember like our first uh, gut-wrenching experience when we were pitching to this part of like our backstory where we are pitching to like eight different business owners and we had a, an amazing service with great results, right? But we had no presence whatsoever as a company online. Uh, we we're freelancing uh -huh. at the time. And I remember that was one of the comments. It's like, well, I couldn't find anything. And uh, and uh, even though it was like really positive and they were ready and uh, one of our previous clients was introducing it to them, they were in the room with us. We were not able to drive business after that meeting uh, because of many reasons, but that was one that we remember the most, right? So how can entrepreneurs and people publishing today uh, start building that reputation online. Like, what are some of the things that you guys did, uh, maybe early stage or even now, that you know within your system, so to be able to do that? Firstly, uh, business is created with one single word, which is trust. Right? Uh, even though, like you know, let's say you invited me here because you trusted my online uh, authority or the presence that I've created so far. Uh, that's why I got an opportunity to speak here. Right. Uh, similarly, in any business or meetings that I go to, definitely client or prospect is going to do some research about my brand or myself, even like, you know, going to LinkedIn, checking out what I do. And that immediately, like, you know, builds trust. Now, how to have this digital presence uh, is something like, you know, uh, most of the agencies miss out on this important factor. Uh, uh, I don't want to sound like, you know, they're doing wrong, but they say that they are doing LinkedIn management. They say that they are expert at marketing, but if you go to their social media, zero posts or their post sucks, basically. Uh, so how do client trust with their business uh, giving to them, right? So firstly, uh, any agency owners who are listening, they need to work on themselves first online reputation wise so that customers will trust uh, you. Uh, and we did it uh, because uh, I was more fascinated towards uh, social media marketing. And I saw that it was going a big upper trend. And if you don't have a reputation in social media, uh, it's game over. Uh, your competition won't um, allow you to survive. Hmm. Now, there is important factors that we took. Uh, if you go to my LinkedIn profile, you will see 50 plus testimonials from the customers I've worked so far on one-on-one -on -one level. And uh, then you, if you go to our YouTube channel, you will see video testimonials from customers. If you go to our website, you will see written testimonials from customers. These are the proofs that people feel confident in terms of pursuing with you. Uh, even like, you know, if you go to website, take any website, they say featured on XYZ platform, featured on Forbes. Um, also, it's important to do PR, right? I'm part of this show. I received an award in Times of India, 40 under 40. Uh, all of these PR activities are crucial as well to build trust and brand reputation for yourself and the company. That will 10x your, uh, your reputation online and it will help you stand out from the crowd. There are several outsourcing companies out there. How do Insidia stand out? Uh, if you see Apple uh, as a phone, it's a great, incredible product. Samsung is too incredible product. There are other companies as well, but how Apple is doing its marketing is a whole different game. Uh, that's why we love Apple. We want to have Apple, right? Or if you go to uh, Tesla, Tesla became like such a great product in itself because of its marketing and the personal brand that founder is having. Mm. So yeah. again, the marketing is changing its way towards like more of a personal branding and then company branding. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And we, we share that all the time. We have actually a interesting, as get fun, funny story, right? When we <laughs> first started the company, we were at this mastermind and, you know, the, the guy talking, he says, you know, every company needs to have an attractive character because kind of like goes along the lines with what you're saying, right? Personal brand first and then it comes like the company. And we're like looking at each other and we're like, well, there's, there's two of us. And we ask him, can, can there be two attractive characters, right? Can, can it be both of yeah. us? And he actually yes, said, he, yeah, but his answer at that time, and, you know, I'm not complaining, it's just what he knew at the moment and what he knew from his experience. But he said, I would only pick one. I would only go with one attractive character. And then we're like, oh, okay. And eventually we look at each other and we're like, you know what? We both enjoy doing the podcast. 
let's go at it. And what we kind of like discover is like our two personalities create that one personality in a sense, right? It's like the two brothers <laughs> with, you know, that are loud and hype, all that stuff in the podcast. But that has played amazing because now when we go to events, people know us as the biz bros, right? The, the two of you. And if one is alone, they always ask, where's the other brother, <laughs> right? Which so if you know, Google is known for their founders, Larry Page and Sergey. Yeah. It's because they were dynamic duos. So <laughs> it's one of the biggest successful companies out there. Yep. I tend to disagree that there's one personality required. Yep. If you go to my website or there's a presentation that we share, share with the customer, this company is not just my vision. It's my wife as well. We came to Israel together. So nice. the vision that we saw was together. So we have it on this one dedicated slide about like, you know, power couple story that created this brand. So I That's say uh, it's important. Mm -hmm. Like there's no right or wrong here. Um, right. If you're telling a right, great story uh, with even three people, it will be still successful. Yeah. yeah. People um, just have to relate with it. I, th Absolutely. I, I think part of the lesson there too is like uh, that we took was, you know, we felt that doing this together was the right, the right path, right? For some people, mm -hmm. it might not be the right path, right? We've had to work really hard in our relationship as brothers as yeah. and as business partners, right? In the last four years uh, to be able to actually be here today. There's some days that, you know, you just want to, you know, uh, you know, snap the neck. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but there is true. There's like real work that happened. And I'm sure like you and, and your wife, you've, you've had your moments right here and there. And, and, uh, and now you share this amazing vision and, you know, maybe that's the thing that drives. Right. And again, we don't have to go there, but for us, that's what, that's what really but there's an emotional fight, uh, emotional story to it. You know, I met my wife when I was 16. Hmm. She's my first girlfriend. First date, and then since then we're together. Amazing. It's been over 16 years now. Wow. So more than a wife, I would say she's my best friend, right? Yeah. So when you find that connection, doesn't matter if it's with your brother, uh, your sister, your wife, or anybody who you can think that that person is your partner in crime, uh, that will take you a long way. Or like, you know, if I'm working 16 hours, 17 hours, and if she was other personality like you know normal wife should kill me of not doing it. <laughs> yeah you'd be yes. in trouble that's for sure absolutely i mean it, it was funny uh yesterday i'm watching this show and uh and fancy comes in, in in into the house and they were you and and maddie so imagine it's fancy's girlfriend and uh they came out of golfing whatever and i'm watching this show and then madison's really good friends with my wife katie so she's like hey where, where's katie i'm like oh no she's in 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 our room she's watching another another show and she was like Are you guys watching a show like separate and i'm like yeah i mean we've been together th since 2011 right and uh you know we're okay mm -hmm. with that decision it's like uh and guess what we're also have the rest of our lives together like this is not gonna end so we're gonna have another chance to watch a show together <laughs> just today and, it, and you know it's one of those things that you were like okay you know i'm i'm okay with who i'm and obviously we're talking about personal relationships now but uh in the business sense it's the same thing like are we developing the right relationships for our business is it long term like you mentioned earlier right full circle to that are you uh, bringing people that want to be part of your vision, that want to be build, building that vision with you, that want a career path? And I think that's yeah. super important. And we can apply that to like, okay, if we come into the table with that vision as an entrepreneur or as a business owner, as a CEO, that we want to build this long thing, right? We know exactly what we want. Mm -hmm it's going to be probably a little bit easier to make the decision on the person that you want on your team versus if you're confused or you just work in project after project. Yeah. I, th I think there's also another lesson in there, which is, is not like a cookie cutter process, right? Like er it looks different for everybody, right? There's a different how for everybody on how to do things. And I'm not just talking again about relationships. I'm bringing this back to business. Like it's going to look different for everybody whether you're developing that attractive character like you said or whether you're building a team that process itself might look a little bit different from one person to the other one of the important things that i feel when i'm hiring okay so there's one filter that everyone has to go through is my interview before he even reaches client even though hr is involved assessment is involved everything is there but if they're working with Insidia and they're going to work with my customers, 
I have 10 minutes call with them before even we are serious of signing an offer letter with them. Wow. The reason why we have this filtering is I look for one thing in that interview, whether that person is a cultural fit or not, whether that person is customer obsessed or not. I'm big fan of like, you know, uh, thinking of uh, Jeff Bezos. Mm. He says customer obsession is everything, right? When you think in that direction, and you will never have churn or minimal churn because at the end of the day every business is successful based on sustainable mrr which is recurring revenue that they are going to make from the customer if you're customer obsessed and you are giving the value that he's looking for and you have that right mindset of adding value to his business your business will thrive 100x uh, in no time uh, but that mindset is something that i look for in any person that i hire mm. um, and also like you know while they're onboarding with us so we have onboarding sequence that goes out to mm. all the team members that are working with us right the customer obsession cultural proactiveness is being embedded in them so that whenever they are on field they believe in what vision we are trying to create for the company so this is some of the important stuff that helps us create that remote work culture which is sometimes hard to work with when you are not meeting in person yeah. but some of the important things that we take care of enables us to work effectively ah that's awesome so good um Oh, so many lessons and so many things. <laughs> we're gonna have to do like a whole other video debriefing this episode because uh, uh, you know, team is something. Obviously, we're we're focusing on content and and this on on our own business. And but team was a really big milestone for us when we first started with the podcast. Especially, we were coming from freelancing, and that was a um, to me personally was a really stressful time where we were like, okay, we need we need to bring another person in the team, and we ended up getting how it worked for us. We ended up getting a somebody that we thought it was one person. And this is like total horror story uh, when it comes to, to hiring. We thought we were hiring one person mm -hmm. and uh, this person comes on and it turns out that he has a whole agency behind him. So he's jumping on these calls. We were thinking that we're dealing with him and he was delegating all the work to his own workers overseas. So we had like no access to this. And how we found this out was one of their employees reached out to us directly. Yep. And this whole a uh, few months of not knowing what to do, how to tackle this. It was really challenging because we we're very pressed for money. We had no no monetary options to like, hey, okay, we leave these guys now and then we find somebody else. Like we had client work that we had to do. We were doing some of the work. We were side hustling. At the, and it was like just really stressful time that really, uh, you know, we haven't really told that story openly before. I think this is the first time that we actually share something like this. But that led to the amazing team that we have now Right, and we've been with them for two years, and it's been an amazing uh, relationship with trust because we were like, okay, we need to open cameras, we need to see, we need to talk to you guys, we need to vet, we need to like learn more about you guys, and uh, and uh, and I think that that marked as uh, like a moment in our li entrepreneurial life that is it changes forever, right? And I think this is avoidable for other entrepreneurs because it was mm -hmm. like a really stressful six months that we had to go through all of this, and uh, and I think people like you and companies like you provide this amazing solution full of trust, transparency, uh, that people can, you know, lean on. And, and I think that that's amazing. So, uh, Pratik, thank you, man, for, for sharing all your knowledge, your, your story, There's, your company. Can I, can I, can I add something here? Absolutely. One of the import, one of the, one of the important things that I do, uh, is I invite customers to our all hands meeting. So every, every other week, we have one customer coming and meeting the team, everyone together in one place. And they have like 10 minutes to give a, a speech on some specific topic that they are like good at, right? What happens is they see the vibe and the culture and the trust. It enables uh, them to build trust and become an evangelist, okay? And they are proudly recommending Insidia to other team members. This is something very crucial. Uh, the experience that you had was like a bad one. Would you ever recommend that specific agency you were you were working oh, to someone? Never. They're canceled. No. <laughs> and answer is no. And you know the the happy customer or like you know a, a happy customer is not dangerous, but one negative customer review can hurt hundred uh, customers. 
right? So we have absolutely. to be very careful in terms of like how we are dealing with customers. But thank you for sharing that story. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, it was a nightmare that time. We, we, <laughs> we should actually do a full episode on that. I don't know. I don't know if Fonzie, you're ready to share, but you know who knows. But yeah. uh, uh, Pratik, as we as we wrap up, you know the 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 show. Um, what what's something that entrepreneurs like? We work specifically with entrepreneurs that might be handling their publishing on their own, right? They're about to, you know, go go and, and hire their first person. Obviously, we do provide a service. So for those listening, we plugged it in the past, right? Uh, that fractional content team. So we just like partake, right? We're fully open. We show processes. We show everything. Uh, but for somebody that's looking for that solution, what's something that they can do today, apart from going to your website that's right below in the notes, right? Um, to get that process going, like what are some of the things that they can start looking into um, to make to make that big step? Simple step is like, you know, firstly, identifying what is something they're looking for, just reaching out to uh, uh, our website and understanding there are filters they can choose whether they want specific service, right? Once they just uh, fill out this form, they can just book a demo call directly with sales representative. And there are a lot of leads coming directly from my LinkedIn profile. So I'm also like kind of a salesperson uh, going directly to my connections or network that I have. So Absolutely. again, it's about first is like 15 minutes of discovery call and understanding what is your actual requirement. Uh, we take all of the details. We uh, immediately um, work with our internal team to get you a few resumes uh, to get started with. And once you say that, okay, these are the good people that uh, we feel confident with. Usually what we give to customers are, we know what our customer would like. So we, we vet them already. So uh, the next step would be like meeting them uh, with video call and uh, seeing if there is a repo in them and yeah, getting started. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love, you know, identify what you're looking for. Sometimes you know that you are actually looking for something, but you don't really know exactly what you are looking for. And, uh, and doing that exercise of taking a few minutes and, uh, and really write out, you know, what are the things that we want to do this? And uh, I think that that was something that helped us at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. One of the important stuff that a lot of clients come to me for, let's say, uh, digital marketing. Now, <laughs> e digital marketing is a very broad topic content creation so if you have full stack marketer he won't be good at everything which is like 100 out of 100 right so if you want to hire a specific content writer then they said like Pratik, i want content i want social media i want seo they want everything in like one place so yeah. we have also like you know came up with full stack marketing solution uh, that will enable like you know give them eight hours of time with two hours with each expert every day so they can divide like you know four experts in one package and still like you know keep the ball rolling in one department marketing which they absolutely. want absolutely absolutely i love it yeah uh Fonzie, anything else that you want to add um no i just want to add the the last question which is where would you be if you didn't publish if you wouldn't have put your message out into the world uh, I think uh, I would be uh, somewhere uh, uh, at the same place uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, my vision was clear from day one. Uh, I When I was growing up, my father is a businessman and he taught me one thing. Um, uh, always like, you know, my mindset was entrepreneurial because of him. And the vision that I wanted was to learn from the companies that I work with and create something meaningful mm. of my own. Yeah. Although he's more into like, you know, physical products, but uh, my entrepreneurship journey started on tech side of things because I was fascinated more on technology. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel uh, even though I was not able to have that brand or message that I put now, uh, there's one thing that I've learned in marketing is to stand out. Uh, so whether I create content or not, I will figure out a way to stand out. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love the the clarity and the drive that you have. Um, and I'm curious. I'm curious. Random question, but what, is, what does your dad do? What type of entrepreneur is he? So he owns a spice business uh, for the last forty nice. years now. Wow, he's around sixty five plus and still like you know running the show. 
That's so awesome. inspired uh, by his hard work, still the way he works is incredible. Yeah. Uh, every day when we speak, I feel super inspired. So when you have a person who you admire, yeah, uh, that gives you like a really emotional boost. Yeah, sounds like somebody with a great work ethic and great example to have. I'm just curious, why haven't you tried to take that, you know, the spy shop into a global <laughs> e-commerce brand? Since you're, uh, you know, the technology guy. My father wanted me to, honestly, uh, but he also said that you should do what you are passionate about, not something that I like. Yeah. So he didn't ever force me to like, you know, uh, do this thing but i still helped him initially when i was young in his business even my mom's business mom was having a jewelry store <laughs> in mumbai so i was like kind of uh, taking part uh, in both places yeah but i was passionate for something else i liked stuff which was more digital so yeah, yeah. that's I awesome what a good story yeah pradeep thank you man for coming on the show and sharing your stories sharing your your lessons, your background, the yeah. the affirmation wall. Oh, that's good. It has to become a thing. <laughs> um, and is there anything else that you want to add before we head out? Uh, yes. Uh, firstly, you guys are like dynamic duos. And I feel that <laughs> you are creating a brand uh, for yourself. Uh, literally, one of the best podcasts uh beginnings i had and also the other part was amazing too but the energy that you guys bring was incredible so thank you so much for having me here and if there's anything that i can do to help you guys or anybody who's listening i'm just a message away i respond to each and every linkedin messages that i get so feel free to reach out awesome yeah we're gonna leave the links down below in the description so make sure you guys connect with pratik and also go and check out his his website in sadia.com i n i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up so i <laughs> so i make sure i'm spelling it correctly i n s i d e a dot com and if you're interested right in getting an a player on your team go through them do the whole Click on the top right where it says hire top talent, get in contact with them, jump on a call and go through their process. Because after you heard this podcast, I'm sure you're excited to, <laughs> to get some cool, awesome team players that are going to help you take your business to the next level. But we gotta make uh we gotta make our way to Israel and go visit oh, and yeah. do a live episode over there. We've never been, we would love to, so just I have just invited ourselves. I would love <laughs> I would love I would love to invite you uh uh personally be your tour guide in Israel. I already mentioned to you you guys before, uh but uh, the offer is valid. <laughs> you can come anytime. Uh I'll arrange everything for you guys. Thank, Thank you, you. really appreciate it. We, got, we, we just need to have a date in mind. That's it. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Uh, we also we also need to figure out our passports because we're Venezuelans in the United States. We're in the middle of the whole process. So <laughs> we're, we're legal, just so you know, for the record, we are legal. <laughs> so you got to put... <laughs> yeah, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get SWAT coming into the house. Anyways, Pratik, again, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming to the show. And with that, thank you for coming to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow your favorite platform or go ahead and follow the podcast in your favorite platform <laughs> and the social media at Biz Rosco. That is right. And Pratik here help you move one step closer to achieving an A-plus team. Please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.